If you feel like your life is on complete pause, like nothing is moving or materializing for you, you may be going through a spiritual awakening stage known as the void. And although it can be extremely uncomfortable at times, when you learn how to work with this awakening stage, you'll discover just how crucial the void is in preparing you for your future. In this video, you'll learn what the void is, then we'll talk about the biggest issue that people face when they're in the void, then I'm going to to share the top six signs of the void so you can spot right away if you're there and then I'm going to show you what to do if you're in the void right now coming up Hello, beautiful soul. That intro that you just saw is from my upcoming free live masterclass that I'm going to be holding on July 20th. It's called The Three Secrets to Mastering a Tough Spiritual Awakening. In this live masterclass, we're going to go over the three secrets that I've learned to help you overcome a tough spiritual awakening. Then I'm going to take your and answer your live questions. And then we're gonna finish off the masterclass with a live group activation and healing. This live masterclass will not be held here on YouTube, so you need a private link and you need to register in order to participate in this live. If you want to register for this July 20th masterclass, I'm going to leave a link to register in the description box below. Make sure to click on that link, register for the event, and hopefully I'll see you on July 20th. And before we get into this video, I also wanted to let you know that there is a free supplemental workbook that accompanies this video. It has some key takeaways and some homework questions to help you go deeper on the content that we discuss in this video. To download that free workbook, I'll leave a link to it in the description box below so you can download after watching this video. On to part one of the video, what's the void? So the void is one of the six stages of spiritual awakening that I talked about in probably my most viral video uh, called the six life-changing stages of spiritual awakening. The void is one of those six stages. And usually the void, if we look at the stages in a linear way, the void usually comes after the stage known as the dark night of the soul, which I'm sure you've probably heard this term before. That's another stage of the spiritual awakening. The void usually comes after the dark night of the soul. But I want to leave a side note, ding, ding, important side note. I talked about this in that original viral video also, and that is that the stages of spiritual awakening aren't always pretty linear one after the other, okay? Spiritual awakening can be very complex. You can be going through multiple awakening stages. You can be going through multiple stages at once. You can be going through the stages back and forth. It's It varies, okay? So it's not always neat and linear. But usually, usually, the, the, the void stage does come after the dark night of the soul or after a time of significant healing that we've had in our spiritual awakening, okay? So the void, one of the stages, one of the six stages of spiritual awakening usually happens right after the dark night of the soul or at least after uh, significant changes have occurred in our lives, significant healing has occurred in our lives, and that's where the void usually sets in. 
So another way of looking at the void, and another term that I love to use for it is the great rest. <laughs> and the reason that I love to use this term is because the void usually happens after a time of significant, sometimes tumultuous change in our lives. So a lot of times when we have a spiritual awakening, uh, the change in consciousness, the shift in consciousness causes a lot of external things to happen and a lot of internal things. So we could be going through breakthroughs, we can be going through healing cycles, we can we can literally rebirth new personalities and new and a new person. We can become a new person. And with all of these changes, there are changes that are occurring inside of us and also outside of us. And they could be occurring so quickly from multiple areas in our lives that before we get to the void, we can actually be going through a lot of tumultuous change. But then when we get to the void, it's sort of like everything stops. And that's why I call it the, the great rest. Um, because everything can stop. It can seem like your life is put on pause. There's a little pause button that was hit. The universe hit the pause button and everything stops and quiets down, which means that the void is actually a time when you can rest from all of the tumultuous, significant change that you've had in your awakening up until you reach the void. Okay. So in the void, everything seems to stop. Uh, things quiet down. It feels like your life is on pause. There aren't a lot of manifestations in the outside world. It feels like for some people, it feels like the universe closes all doors and nothing is happening in your life. Okay. That's another way of describing what the void is. Another interesting feature of the void is that everything really feels like it's on pause, including it feels like not just that it's on pause, but there's a quiet, there's a silence and stillness in the air when you're in the void. So much so that people can actually stop experiencing guidance from their spirit team. So a lot of times what happens is everything goes quiet, including messages and guidance from, from your spirit team. And a lot of times this could be a little bit distressful for people because they wonder what the heck is going on, but it's really a part of the void stage. It's built into the void stage. And a lot of times people, this is very jarring for people because sometimes in the previous stages and in their spiritual awakening, they could be going through all these amazing synchronicities, these messages from their angels and their guides, all of these things happening to them, the universe speaking to them through number sequences or all kinds of things happening. And then they get to the void and boom, everything goes silent and still. And it feels like for some people, it feels like they're they're They've been abandoned or they're all alone. Okay. As is another feature. Everything goes quiet. There's a lot of stillness. There's a lot of silence in the air. There's literally no movement like the universe closed, has closed all doors on you. Now, this may seem all really boring or a little bit frightening if you're used to receiving guidance from your guidance team and all of that, but really this silence is actually built into the void. And what it's doing is it's purposeful. It's purposeful because the void is actually encouraging you to go within. It's encouraging you to fold in on yourself, to go within yourself. And that's why all of these things on the outside seem like they stop. Okay. Because the void is, is kind of encouraging to go within. It's encouraging you to learn about yourself. It's encouraging you to connect to your own inner knowing, to your own intuition, to yourself, to who you are in, in an authentic way. And so that's why all of the things on the outside seem like they stop 
stop because the void is asking you to fold in on yourself and really get to know who you are on a soul level, what your intuition speaks to you, how your intuition speaks to you, and learning how to trust yourself, okay? Uh, trust is a big word. This one just fell on my head right now. The void really teaches you how to trust your own inner guidance and not rely on anything in the outside. And this is probably one of the biggest features of the void is that the void helps you learn how to listen to your soul self, how to listen to that to that authentic, purest part of you that's deeper than the mind and all the chatter that's going on in here and everything that's going on in the outside world. So that's the biggest feature of this void. It teaches you how to connect to yourself, to that deep, deep inner knowing that you can really only learn to connect to if everything is silent on the outside. On to part two of the video, the biggest issue that people face when they're in the void. Okay, this is so common, so common. So the biggest issue that people face when they're in the void is they start to feel agitated and restless when they're in this stage of the spiritual awakening, okay? So they start to feel agitated and restless when they're in the void. And why? Why are they feeling agitated or restless? They're feeling agitated or restless because the vast majority of us, whether we're men or women, we're templated to be in very masculine dominant energy. So we're used to constantly moving, constantly hustling, constantly doing, 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 doing. A life of success in, in, our, in our 3D reality is still very much considered a life of doing, okay? And so what happens when you are so heavily templated with this kind of hustle, action-oriented culture, when you have that templating on top of you, and then you get into the void, and the void literally forces you to stop, your masculine energy can freak out because nothing's happening, there's stillness, there's silence, the void is asking you to stop, to go within, and your masculine energy can be going, what? No, I don't wanna stop, I don't, I wanna keep moving, life is about moving, says the masculine energy, imbalanced masculine energy. And so that's one of the biggest issues that people have when they're in the void is they start to feel agitated and restless because their dominant masculine energy does not like to be in a position of pause, of rest, of non-action, okay? So, so if this is happening to you, if you happen to be in the void and you're feeling agitation or restlessness, now you're gonna know that this is a common feature of people that are they're entering into the void and why this agitation is happening. Now that you know why this agitation and this restless is happening, Happening, it'll probably start to quiet down significantly just by watching this video. Now, one big mistake that the masculine energy makes in the void, okay, and this is usually, this is because the masculine energy within us all is usually very much not healthy. There, there's just been a lot of past of, of misuse of masculine energy, and so we're clearing out that energy like we're, clean, like we're cleaning out feminine energy within us too. But there's a common misconception that wounded masculine energy has within it uh, that I wanna discuss so to kind of help clear things out, okay? And the mistake that the masculine energy makes is to equate stillness with stagnation. Okay, so so let's feel into this so you can understand how this is just not the same thing. A wounded masculine energy, a masculine energy that never stops, that's always in hustle, that's always doing, 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 this masculine energy will view stillness as stagnation. And these are not synonyms. Stillness and stagnation are not the same thing at all, 
but the the masculine energy doesn't see it doesn't see it this way okay so let me give you let me give you a little metaphor an example from nature for you to understand how stillness and stagnation are not the same thing so imagine a beautiful caterpillar that gets into a chrysalis or a cocoon okay when that caterpillar wraps herself into a cocoon can you imagine what would happen in the world if caterpillars had little brains that constantly said, I'm stuck, I'm stagnant, I'm stuck, I don't want to be in this cocoon, I hate this cocoon, I need to be moving, I want to be out there, <laughs> okay? What would happen if the caterpillar had a little brain that, that, that kind of had this inner talk in the same way that we humans have? We wouldn't have butterflies. That's what would happen. We wouldn't have butterflies. So the caterpillar inherently understands that the natural rhythms of life, that sometimes stillness doesn't mean stagnation. Stillness can be a phase in the metamorphosis process, okay? If she weren't still in that cocoon, she would never turn into a butterfly. So again, stillness and stagnation are not the same thing, but the wounded masculine energy doesn't understand that, okay? But now you're understanding it. So when you're in the void and you start to feel that agitation or that restlessness, you know that probably your masculine has this inherent judgment. He's thinking, that that stillness and stagnation are the same thing and that's why he's kind of rebelling against this stillness but now you know you take a nice deep breath and you can just say to yourself yes i'm in a i'm in a phase of the spiritual awakening where i'm more still but that doesn't mean i'm stagnated that doesn't mean i'm blocked that doesn't mean anything wrong is happening or anything bad is happening and so you start to change the inner talk that you have and that'll immediately start to relax your energy on to part three of the video, the top signs of the void, okay? So I'm going to share the top six that I've encountered with you so you can spot right away if you happen to be in the void right now and didn't realize it, okay? So the first sign is that everything, all doors close, okay? So that's the first sign. We talked about it already a little bit. It feels like the universe just closes all doors on you, opportunities stop, uh, synchronicity stop. It just literally feels like the universe has closed all doors on you and nothing is happening in your life. Okay. That's what it feels like. So, so that's the, that's the first, um, that's the first sign is that you feel like all doors have closed, uh, in the universe and closed in your life. The second sign is that guidance goes quiet. This is really common, very common, and you already know why. It's built into the void. So a lot of times people get really distressed with this sign because in the in the other stages of the spiritual awakening, they're connecting to their spirit guides. Some of them are receiving synchronicities and number sequences and angel messages and all kinds of things are happening. They're receiving signs and synchronicities from the universe. They're receiving messages from their guidance, and then suddenly they get into the void and everything shuts down, everything stops. And so one of the first things they start to believe is that they're doing something wrong. Something bad has happened and they just can't hear their guides anymore. They can't hear their angels or their spirit team. And it's not that you're doing anything wrong. Again, this, this guidance going quiet, this is, in, this is built into the void as a way to encourage you to go within and start relying on your own inner guidance, on your own inner guru, on your own inner self. Okay. So, so that's the second sign. Very, very common during the void. 
Sign number three is that you can feel stillness in the air. Now, sometimes it may not be easy to feel the stillness if that if that masculine energy is on overdrive and you're feeling that restlessness and that agitation, or you're having constant thought loops saying that something's wrong. But if you quiet down the mind and you calm the masculine energy, and you go right within, if you if you dip below the surface, right under the surface of that agitation, you can feel the stillness in the energy. And I've had so many people say this to me, and when I was in the void, I could feel the same thing too. There's a stillness in the energy that you can absolutely feel when you dip below all the surface level agitation that you may be feeling because you're not comfortable in the void if you're not comfortable, okay? So so you can feel stillness in the air that's easy to tap into when you quiet the mind and just dip below the excessive masculine energy that may be feeling a little bit agitated. The fourth sign is that you don't know what to do next. This is also really common. And, and it's because people will sometimes in other stages of their spiritual awakening, they will be so heavily reliant on signs and synchronicities and the universe sending signs, uh, kind of guiding them on what to do next, that when they get into the void and they stop receiving that feedback from the universe, they get very confused and they don't know what to do next in their life. They have no idea what step to, ne- to take next if they should go right or should go left, okay? So if you feel right now like you have no idea what step to take next, that's another possible sign that you're in the void. Sign number five is that you feel contracted, okay? Now, this isn't a bad feeling, but what I mean by you feeling contracted is that the void encourages you to have an inward focus. So you, you, so it's like you contract, you fold in on yourself, and you can feel this very much, again, if you go below the surface level agitation that you could be having from that masculine energy, you can feel this contraction in energy. It feels like life really is encouraging you to cocoon. Okay, it feels like life is encouraging you to cocoon and you can feel this energy when you tap into it, all right? When you dip below the mind and all of the stories that the mind is saying. So the energy feels contracted. It really feels like you're cocooning. It feels like the like life is really kind of um, encouraging you to go into a cocoon. And what the cocoon does is when, when the caterpillar goes into a cocoon, that cocoon sort of cuts the caterpillar off from the outside world world. Why? Because she's going through a process of metamorphosis inside and she needs to be cut off from the world. So if that cocoon didn't exist, if the chrysalis didn't exist, the caterpillar wouldn't be able to transform from a caterpillar to a butterfly. So the the cocoon or the chrysalis is extremely important. And one of the things that it does is it cuts the outside world. It cuts the caterpillar off from the outside world. And that's essentially what the energy of the void is doing for you. It's contractive, it moves you inward, it asks you to fold in on yourself and have a very strong inward focus and you can feel this when you're in the void. The sixth sign that you're in the void is inner peace. And again, (laughs) this sign may not be easily noticeable, especially if your masculine energy is in that restlessness and that agitation. If you're freaking out because nothing's happening, then it may be a little bit harder for you to tap into the inner peace, but this inner peace is always there. You just have to dip below the agitation of the mind and the agitation of the excessive masculine energy. When you do that, you're going to feel this very deep, 
deep inner peace. And I'm and I feel the energy of that right here in, in the heart area. So if you can just draw your energy down into the heart, when you're in the void, you can actually feel quite a bit of inner peace because again, you're just in this beautiful state of rest after significant change in your spiritual awakening. And so the void is a moment for you to rest and relax and just be at peace with where you are, be at peace even if nothing is happening in your life, just be at peace with that pause, knowing that the pause is purposeful. So this inner peace, you can definitely tap into it, especially when the masculine energy and the mind quiets down a bit. On to part four of the video, what to do when you're in the void. So I'm going to share four simple tips, but they're really powerful tips that will it will immediately reset your energy when you're in the void so you can take advantage of this really powerful stage of your spiritual awakening that's preparing you for the future. So again, using the image of the cocoon or the chrysalis, that chrysalis is preparing that caterpillar, literally turning that caterpillar into a butterfly. And so it's extremely important in the future of the butterfly, right? And so the void is extremely important in the future of your own self, your own soul self and in and in the whole unfolding of your awakening so here are the four tips the first tip is to practice patience oh <laughs> practice patience and I know this one could be hard for some of us especially if we're really heavily masculine templated where we always want to be on the go doing 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 practicing patience can be a little can take a little bit of time but I had to this is you know I raise my hand on on the difficulty of this sometimes especially for me I have a lot of fire energy I'm a Sagittarius uh, so uh, constantly learning patience was not easy for me but I used uh, a simple technique that I'm going to share with you that was very very effective in teaching me patience and it was using the breath when I was impatient, and still to this day, I'm still a little bit impatient, not as much as I was before, but when I feel impatience today, I still use the breath. And I'll literally just pause, and I'll start to slow down my breath, I'll start to take very deep, low belly breaths. The more I slow my breath down, the more I could feel the energy of patience come through, okay? So if you're a really impatient person and you're finding yourself being really agitated and restless, focus on some deep, slow breathing techniques and maybe do a, you know, a few minutes of, of deep breathing techniques every day and that's really gonna help you practice patience. The more patience you have, the easier the void is gonna be to get through. Tip number two is to develop feminine energy. Oh, so, so, so crucial. Not just develop it, but connect to it in the first place. Because so many of us, we're completely divorced from our feminine energy because we've been so pushed and heavily templated towards masculine energy that so many of us forget what our feminine energy even feels like, what yin energy feels like, because we're so much in our young energy or masculine energy. So in this tip, you have to learn how to connect with that beautiful feminine energy. The feminine energy is crucial in the void because the void contains all of the characteristics that are, that are in the nature of feminine energy. So for example, feminine energy knows how to go with the flow of nature. Feminine energy is all about seasons, about changes, 
about going with the flow, learning how to learning how to move with the cycles of life. Feminine energy is always also inward focused. Masculine is outward focused. Feminine is inward focused. So as soon as you get to the void, literally what the void is saying is go inward. And when the void says go inward, another way of saying this is connect to your feminine energy. So this beautiful feminine energy, the more that you cultivate it, the more that you develop it, the more at home you're gonna be in the void stage and it's gonna stop bothering you, all right? So feminine energy, so, so crucial to connect to feminine energy when you're in the void and learn how to work with her, learn, learn her wisdom, learn how to connect with her and learn how to develop and cultivate this energy more. I'm not gonna go deeper on how to cultivate or how to connect with feminine energy because I shot a whole video on that and I'll leave links in the description box below so you can watch after watching this video. Tip number three is to get to know yourself. Now, this know yourself isn't really know yourself on a personality or or mind level. The the know yourself that I'm talking about here is is lower. It's right here at the heart. It's it's know yourself on a soul level. Know yourself, know yourself in the pureness of your authenticity, okay? So, who are you with all of the masks, all of the armoring coming down? If all of the masks and all of the projections that you show the outside world, if all of that comes down, if all of your beliefs come down, if all of the programming come down, if all of the societal expectations and family expectations, if everything were to fall, you would be left with your authentic nature and your authentic self. And so you can reach that authentic nature and you can reach that authentic self right now by peeling away those masks, peeling away the armor, peeling away beliefs, and just going deeper and deeper and deeper. The more that you get to know yourself in an authentic way, the more you're taking advantage of the void, which is really, the void is really about this. Specifically, not just get to know yourself, but also the word trust is coming through again. To learn how to trust yourself above all. Trust your inner knowing. Another word, another way of saying inner knowing is trust your intuition, okay? So trusting, learning how to trust yourself is crucial during the void. It's one of the reasons why all the doors close and you can even stop receiving guidance is because the universe is encouraging you to learn how to work with your intuition and trust it. Now, if you wanna go deeper on intuition, if you if you if you feel like you don't even know what your intuition sounds like or how it talks to you, I shot a whole video on intuition and I'll leave links in the description box below so you can watch after watching this video. Tip number four is to cultivate stillness and silence. I love to cultivate stillness and silence pretty much every day in my life, so it's not really just when you're in the void, but it's especially important when you're in the void because the more that you can learn how to cultivate this stillness and this silence, the more you can tap into that inner knowing and the more you can relax the restless masculine energy that may be a little bit agitated, okay? So the way that I love to cultivate uh, stillness and silence is I'll block off uh, some time in my day to literally be in silence, in complete complete silence. This is usually at the end of my day that I do this. So I'll turn off the, I'll turn off all the lights in my house and I'm completely in the dark. Maybe I'll have a little candle going, no electronic devices, no music, nothing. And I'll just sit there in silence and I'll listen to the sounds of the night. Um, so I'll, I'll literally just do that. I, I focus on a lot of silence, on a lot of stillness, and I'm just inward focus, just just cultivating that silence and that stillness. Sometimes I do it in the morning. It's not always at night. But the point here is that 
you actually block off time in your day to say, this is my silence time, this is my stillness time, I'm not gonna be looking at screens, I'm not gonna be looking at cell phones, I'm not even gonna be listening to music, I'm just gonna be in complete silence and I'm gonna cultivate that silence for at least a few minutes every single day, okay? The more that you cultivate silence and stillness, the more comfortable you're gonna feel in the void and the more comfortable you feel in the void, you're gonna be really taking advantage of that energy to propel you into your future with a lot more power. So that's it for the void. And to learn more about the other five stages of spiritual awakening, don't forget to watch that six stages of spiritual awakening video that, that I recommended. I'll leave links in the description box below so you can watch after this one. And now I want to hear from you. Let me know in the comments below if you feel like you're going through the void right now. I want to hear all about it in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can register for my free live masterclass. And don't forget these videos that I recommended in this one. Those are gonna be great for you to continue viewing. All right, beautiful soul, I love you. I'm out.